Listening to the 919 podcast, the only podcast telling the stories of the over 1.5 million people living within and transforming the triangle. I am your host, John Carter. This week, I hopped in my car and took a quick drive from IBM to visit with Abby Gingrich. She is the business development manager at the RTP Foundation located in, you guessed it, RTP. So, we talk at length about what the Research Triangle Park is, its history, and the future. And of course, We talked about what Abby does on a daily basis. Okay, we are almost at the end of the summer and seven months from when I started this podcast. In the past few weeks, the pod has seen tremendous growth and I know that's because of you all. So the day oneers, thanks for sharing this with your friends and coworkers. I've actually heard a lot of cool stories from conversations some of you have had about the show and it honestly just still blows my mind that people would subscribe and choose to listen Uh, to me talk uh, each and every week. So keep being awesome. And again, I'm hanging out with Abby Gingrich. Let's get started. Okay, I'm here with Abby Gingrich, Business Development Manager for the Research Triangle Park. Abby, thanks for being on the 919 Podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. So I've got to say, like we were talking earlier, this is probably one of the easiest uh, episodes to record because you're right down the road from IBM, which is nice for me. And uh, I have been to the frontier before. So I think our paths have crossed maybe once or twice without knowing it. So, Yes, I think I may have poured you a beard happy hour sometime <laughs> over the last year. Uh, that's probably true. Um, okay, so we're going to be talking about RTP, specifically an article that was published on the website, but... First, tell me about yourself. So what do we need to know about Abby? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I have been with uh, Research Triangle Park, um, with the Research Triangle Foundation specifically for about four years. Um, When I say it out loud, it sounds really long. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was an intern back in the day and then came on full time afterwards, um, tricked somebody into keeping me around, um, you know, which was was good for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Been on in a couple of different roles with the foundation kind of started out in the environmental field, which is actually my background. I was uh, working on our sustainability programs. And then after that, um, you know, as is life with a environmental science background, I'm now in leasing and real estate and business development. (laughs) Is that normal? (laughs) You know, I don't know if it's normal, but, um, it just sort of happened. So here we are. Um, Yeah, but but it's been definitely an interesting ride. Uh, We opened the Frontier about three and a half years ago, and I've been involved since the beginning. So it's been cool to watch that baby evolve into a toddler slash young adult that it is today. (laughs) (laughs) We're still kind of figuring things out as we go along. It feels very mature. Yeah, I've been here a couple of times. It it just feels like it's been around for longer than three three and a half years. Good. Okay, well then we're doing it right. Um, Yeah, it it opened up and, you know, day one had a couple of people coming and now we have, you know, hundreds of thousands of people coming out um, per year. So it's definitely been an interesting ride um, for sure. 
we've got about um, about uh, 85 companies in the building right now, which is wow. pretty wow. cool. And that's just the lease space. And then, of course, we have all the companies that come out on the on the first floor and just take advantage of the co-working space. Awesome. Um, but yeah. So, so you went to... You said you went to NC State. I did. Okay, so yes. were you? Have you lived in the Triangle your whole life, or you're just new to the area, or what? Yeah, so I actually grew up. Um, I usually say Chapel Hill, but I'll be honest with you, it was Carborough. So okay. Chapel Hill's crunchy cousin, <laughs> um, and went to Chapel Hill High School. Did the whole the whole Chapel Hill region thing, and then. Um, decided to get away for college all the way to Raleigh. <laughs> a few minutes away. <laughs> a few minutes away. Um, but yeah, I went to NC State, uh, graduated 2014, um, and I've lived in Raleigh ever since. And now I work in RTP, which is basically Durham. So kind of lived, worked, and played in all three major cities yeah. in the Triangle. So it's been, I'm very, very Triangle-centric. And it's kind of interesting because you don't always meet people who have stayed in the area. A lot of people will either, um, you know, come in from out of town. That's sort of what we're, what we're right. big in now is a lot of, a lot of transfers in. And then some people, you know, come, um, you know, be raised here and then maybe go away for college. So it's, it's interesting when being one of the few that have actually been raised here and, and stuck around. Yeah. I'd say you're not a normal triangle person because right. you're actually from the area. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not from the area. Where are you from? Uh, Winston-Salem. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, two hours So, still, still North Carolina. Still North Carolina. But, um, no, that's really cool. And you went to NC State, uh, Environmental Technology and Management. Mm-hmm. And now yeah. you're doing leasing and business development. So, yes. you know, ha- go walk me through that. <laughs> I know. It's a weird, it's a weird uh, journey. So, what I've learned out of college is to take advantage of opportunities. That's like the best advice I would give anyone leaving college. Um, Anything that seems interesting to you, try it out. Um, So I came on, like I said, and was working in in our sustainability programs. Um, We have environment at RTP, which is actually made up of environmental professionals, facility managers, sustainability coordinators of the companies in RTP. It's sort of like a uh, uh, employment-based group. So I was working with them, um, just kind of tackling environmental challenges um, inside RTP traditional, so the 7,000 acres of RTP. Um, from that, transferred over to our programs team. So I was actually doing some like event management, some working with, um, you know, kind of keeping our programs running. And that trickled into the frontier, of course, because we do have event spaces over here. Um, and then just kind of wiggled my way over to the frontier team. Um, started doing some leasing for the building. So we have uh, like 94 individual offices uh, that are just like 150 square feet, you know, for very small companies, solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, um, for the most part. Uh, and was kind of filling those with small companies. And then that's evolved to um, where we are today, and I know we'll probably talk about this a little bit more, but we are expanding, so working with some of our larger buildings as well, kind of getting those up and running. Um, so if anything, just kind of snaking my way through <laughs> through the organization, trying to, trying to do everything that seems interesting. Um, that but sounds re- fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Research Triangle Foundation is really cool in that it offers a lot of opportunities for growth and for um, just kind of experimenting. It's a small team and we sort of function like a startup. 
So you're able to go in and, you know, maybe dip your toes in a couple different wells, see what's interesting, move forward. I know a lot of companies are like that, but um, since this is actually my first adult job and first job out of college, um, it's sort of what I can speak to, but it's been, it's been a ride. That's great. And you mentioned the foundation, maybe, um, and we're going to talk about more, you know, what you're doing uh, for the foundation, but tell me about RTP for people who, you know, I think a lot of people, if they're from the area, they know. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people that are not from the area are still getting to know, maybe they moved here for a job, but they're still like, mm-hmm. what is, you know, Research Triangle Park? So maybe go into that a little bit. Uh, might seem pretty basic to you, but, yeah, sure. you know, some listeners it might not be. So, <laughs> Yeah, so I actually talk about RTP all the time. That's one of my Perfect. Uh, yeah. One of my things I could talk about RTP in my sleep. I'm sure I have. Um, but uh, so we are, so Research Triangle Foundation is the original landowners of, um, of RTP. And RTP is 7,000 acres located in the center of the triangle. Um, it was first incepted in 1959 um, when our founding fathers of Research Triangle Park uh, actually purchased the land. And of course, at the time it was completely undeveloped, you know, Greenland, out in the middle of nowhere. There was actually no highways that ran through RTP. Um, It took about an hour to get from any city around the area to RTP itself because you're on a bunch of back roads. Um, And it was was sort of a, it was definitely a gamble at the time. So um, what our founding fathers did, and actually not a whole lot of people know this, which is kind of interesting is they went on a literally a driving tour around North Carolina talking to industry leaders and um, and you know uh, people who were of um, you know high up in the area with with some monetary resources and kind of pitched the idea of RTP said you know it could be a place for innovation a place for large companies a place for research and was um, this something that I mean why were they trying to do this? So actually, at the time, um, the North Carolina had the second poorest was the second poorest state in the nation. Oh so we gosh. had the second lowest, yeah, economic uh, standing in the nation. So that's pretty shocking now, since we're actually 16th now out of 50. Wow. Um, but at the time, our entire uh, economic structure was based off of furniture making. Um, tobacco and then um, textile manufacturing so while all those yeah the big three (laughs) so those were really important to the economy however um they were definitely um like manual labor so what we did already have you know uh unc we had nc state duke um we are experiencing what we call brain drain when um people are being educated in this region and coming out with these um uh, degrees in this region, and then they're leaving to go elsewhere to work. So we right. wanted so the whole idea behind Research Triangle Park and what they were selling was, you know, let's create a place where we can keep these mines that we are educating in the yeah. area and boost our economy from that. Wow. Had this been done before? Like, were there other, I mean, there are other research parks, I'm sure. So um, we're actually the largest um university related research park there is you know close ones there's obviously stanford research park um oh so in the united states is yes so in the united states there's other ones and then there's obviously i mean silicon valley Uh, we get compared to silicon valley but it's a little bit different just because 
Research Triangle Park has a hard border. So we are just 7,000 acres in the middle of North Carolina. And Silicon Valley kind of, it has a fuzzy outline. So it just sort of keeps going. Um, but yeah, that's that's probably that and Stanford are what we get compared to the most. But we are um, specific in that we're actually sort of Research Triangle Foundation actually functions as kind of a pseudo-governmental agency. So we are our own special tax district. And stop me if this is getting boring. But no? um, <laughs> so we actually collect tax from each of the companies inside RTP and put all that money back into the park infrastructure the way a city would. Um, we actually cannot get annexed by any city Wow, I um, in the area. So yeah, so right now you're actually in RTP, North Carolina. Huh. Um, so yeah, we're, we're different in that realm, but, um, definitely get compared for sure. That's very cool. So, I mean, you're talking about the history. So the, these guys went on, um, you know, this, this tour around North Carolina and they got funding. Yes. Okay. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Now, they got funding. So yes. Uh, so they got funding and then they started this in the early sixties, right? Or yeah. no, you said late fifties. So like 59. Yeah. So late fifties, they bought it. Um, and then they were just kind of trying to, sell the space to companies. So of course, you know, in business, what I've seen so far in my short, you know, four year term is that no one wants to be first and everyone wants to be second. So bringing people on or um, bringing corporations on rather um, was definitely difficult and took a few years. Um, IBM, surprisingly enough, was actually the- Heard of them. Yeah, you've, you've <laughs> heard of them. They um, were the first large company to to buy some land, you know, commit resources and legitimize RTP. So hmm. we would not be here in the way that we are today without IBM. So thank you and your employer. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <That's all>. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, That's you're, really one cool. of, you're one of actually 10,000 employees in IBM. And while they started large, they've continued to be our largest employer. Yeah, and they have a huge area. I mean, I don't know. It would be so expensive to get all the, the wildlife land they have around the, the site there today. So sure. so they were the, maybe not the first, but they were the first biggest company. And then, you know, what happened after that? Yeah, so then um, we started to be legitimate. So people were kind of, were starting to, you know, take a bigger look at RTP. We had more companies sign on, more companies buy land. Um, and just to kind of let you know at this point, so we have, as I've said, 7,000 acres. Um, we have saw, sold all but about 5 or 6% of that land um, to companies. So companies will buy it. They will, um, you know, obviously construct their building um, and, and stay on site. What we have is a first right of refusal on their land. So if they were to leave, we would be able to buy that back um, first and possibly, you know, redevelop it or sell it again um so it's been it's it's kind of snowballed off of that point with um with its popularity right and your job uh, i think is really cool you're you're trying to get these more tenants or people to join the park right mm-hmm. which you said only five six percent is has not been bought so i mean is that hard to get new companies to come in or you're looking at smaller companies now like how does that work yeah so actually um over the past couple of years we have shifted a little bit towards um making one of our one of our mission you know uh foundational points to really help work with these small companies so 
Um, what we have always done is support the economy and help to create high quality work in RTP. And the way that's kind of manifesting itself recently is to support small companies. So what we've done um, is we actually got uh, the old NIHS campus in the 90s and um, it's about seven buildings over off of TW Alexander. And mm -hmm. we have uh, reshaped that to be a multi-tenant space. So we have, um, I believe right now, around 20 companies over there um, who are leasing laboratory space um, for, you know, on flexible leases at affordable rates. And then we have, we now have the frontier um, that we are supporting small companies at. So we've, we're definitely in the midst of a transition from a, a company that has been selling land over the last few years to something that's more in kind of the development field. Sure. Let me throw a stat at you. That I saw. Go ahead. Yeah. Is, uh, is this true? More than 60% of companies had 25 or fewer employees in the park. That is true. Yes. That's crazy. <laughs> wow. I know. And actually, it's kind of crazy because we have um, some stats like that that we've been throwing out. That one is um, absolutely mind-blowing to most people to hear it because we have actually six um, multi-tenant and incubator spaces inside RTP, some owned by us, some owned by others. Um, and then we have actually grown in number of companies by almost a hundred over the last five years. So we used to be like 160 companies or so, and now we're over 250. Wow. So it's been, it's been a recent, um, a recent endeavor and something that's been pretty successful, I would say over the last few years, um, and interesting to kind of be a part of for sure. Gotcha. And you'd be the reason, uh, we, do or do not get Amazon in the, in the park. Is that right? That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. <laughs> it's I'm hesitant to talk about Amazon there. <laughs> there's a lot of, uh, obviously for great reason, a lot of opinions in the market. Um, yeah, I know you've seen all of the articles that have come out from WRL and on multiple different platforms, um, about, you know, Amazon and its impact in, on a region. Um, we are, you know, we did make the top 20 list. Um, that's still a lot of, a lot of places. So top 20 is still quite a long list. Um, but I mean, if, if they did choose to come to the RTP area, not necessarily RTP, but, you know, RTP, Durham, Chapel Hill, Raleigh, it would definitely impact the area. What it would be great in is it would probably help speed up our um, ongoing momentum towards better transportation. So that's something that, yeah. um, you know, people are very interested in. I am interested in, I drive to RTP from Raleigh every day I'm and so would sorry. love, I know <laughs> you should be, <laughs> um, I would love, you know, a better bus system. I would love, uh, you know, commuter rail, something that's a lot easier to get around. Um, so something like having a large company like Amazon move to the region would definitely help us shape that and make it a reality. Um, so confirming yeah. you are, you're responsible for that. <laughs> I, you know, I will do what I can to move that forward. Um, but it's, it's been a, it's been a really cool kind of social experiment for Amazon to put on, to just put out this RFP and, watch yeah. people just go crazy go crazy <laughs> i know i know but it's been good for them they have a ton of information on a ton of hubs in north or not north carolina excuse me in 
the U.S. Yeah. So, I mean, they have a gold mine of economic development information now. Well, I mean, it's not just them. How many of the... I feel like there's a lot of chemical companies in the area, right? I mean, that, is that most of them or... It's a large portion of it. So we sure. do, yeah, we do definitely have some chemical companies. We are about um, 49% life science companies in RTP. Okay. So um, the great majority is life science. Um, that's everything from, you know, uh, GSK, so kind of the pharmaceutical side, to agriculture and business. Um, a lot of that is driven by the research that's going on at the three universities. Obviously, two of them do have um, educational hospitals. So that tends to kind of drive forward the businesses that are interested in locating here. And then um, following that is about 17% information technology. So we are still, our history is being really strong in kind of the IT world. We're definitely still there, just maybe not as heavily but i mean we do still have obviously ibm cisco lenovo um so yeah we definitely do have a strong um presence of you know chemical companies yeah in kind of that life science realm very cool well i want to move on to the the article that actually kind of started us even talking in the first place but there was an article that came out um on rtp.org it was the transformative impact research triangle park it was a case study Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've actually already talked about quite a bit of those, but I think it's just, it, it's neat to highlight. Maybe you can highlight some others, but, um, inventions that were from here. So the barcode is mm-hmm. one that people throw out a lot. Um, led lights from Cree. Yes. And then there's uh, close to 4,000 patents from the mm-hmm. area, which is a lot. I mean, that's, yes. that's a good amount. Anything else of note that, uh, I mean, there's, <laughs> there's a lot, but can you think of anything else on the top of your head? Yeah. So AstroTurf was actually um oh, really? it was actually made here. i did not know that yes okay. astroturf um is one of our claims to fame if you will um and then the barcode obviously is a big one um and yeah we've we've had a good amount of um patents come through i'm sure you saw about four thousand. um there i mean there's they're working on a few um medicines i know i'm gonna mess this up but <laughs> The first, Good luck. <laughs> one of the first drugs that was used to actually treat an HIV patient was first patented inside RT, wow, RTP. Really so cool. the first patient that was showing, um, and this is where I'm going to mess it up, but the first patient, I believe, that was showing some sort of um, um, benefit from a technical medical drug was inside RTP. Wow. Yeah, so a couple claims to fame there, hoping hoping to have more in the future. We always kind of call ourselves the Center for Innovation. And what we love is for, you know, a company at, at the frontier to, you know, <laughs> patent the next crazy big thing, the next barcode. So It'll talk, happen. T- so talk to me about, um, obviously we've talked about the frontier, but we haven't really said, like, what it is. It's mm-hmm. it's, a cl- it's a workspace anybody can come to and work? or ha- Like, how does that Yeah, does that work? so um, we wanted to provide something in the market that didn't already exist. Um, Obviously, there are a ton of awesome co-working spaces. We have the benefit of living in the triangle where entrepreneurship is a is of top priority. And that's for, you know, the progression of businesses. That's for um, recent graduates who are, you know, ballsy and starting their own companies like that's awesome. So what we wanted to do is provide resources. for companies, and while you can't be, you know, everything to everyone, we sort of wanted to provide a space that people could use and 
and tear down as many barriers to accessibility that we could. So we made the space free. So anyone, literally anyone, can walk in off you know the road, bring their computer, um, sit down anywhere. We have different places to see. We have you know big communal tables if you feel like being social. There are um, bike desks if you're in a fitness mood. Um, just sort of all all different types of ways to work. Um, and that was very purposeful. But uh, anyone can use it. You know, we're open 8.30 to 5, Monday through Friday. And then as an added benefit, we actually have five conference rooms on the first floor, which you can reserve either ahead of time or when you get here. Um, just to, you know, have that space. If you do need to have a meeting, it's open. We actually have a large group of people that come out here from IBM and meet. Um, we have had people from uh, a Cisco department used to always come out here and meet. Um, so a lot of people use it, not only that are, you know, starting their own companies, but will have, if you work for a large company and you are a, a teleworking employee, a remote employee, a lot of people come out here just to kind of get out of their house, talk to, yeah. talk to adults instead of their children, you know, for a day and, and be or their around. Dog or something. Yeah, exactly. Get out of the basement. Um, and that's, and that's kind of continued and that's proven to be pretty successful. Our grand plan for this building was that people would come in on the first floor, you know, make the connections that they need, start networking, start, you know, boosting their product, maybe make a couple hires and need office space. So then we have our 150 square foot office that you can just come in, sit down as pre-furnished, full service. Everything's kind of there for you. Um, still a as low a rate as we can get it, um, you know, build their company a little more. And then with our expansion, um, hopefully have a space for when you grow to, you know, maybe 10 employees, 12, yeah. um, and then onward for that. So while we're not trying to, you know, obviously some people are looking for more of the technical, I would say incubator model where you're kind of looking for, you know, hands-on mentoring, shared equipment, um, then, those spaces exist inside RTP and belong and beyond. But what we're really trying to be and what we've always kind of described ourselves as is more of a stage, um, you know, for companies cool. to do their great work on. And, um, you do a lot of cool events. I know I've definitely taken advantage of, uh, on Thursdays, a lot of coworkers come down. Yeah. Believe it or not, that's <laughs> our, um, our busiest day is Thursday. Amazing You're what kidding. people do for, for free beer. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Gets people moving. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess wrapping up the article, you know, there, uh, one of the outcomes, I love where it ended. Did you write this by the way? Was I did not. Okay. I believe that's the one that was written by our CEO. Okay. Yes. Okay. Scott he's a good writer. Um, <laughs> he's, he's pretty good. So one of the outcomes of RTP, I think it's, you mentioned, you know, going from like second lowest in economic standing now, um, you said 16th. Yeah. Which mm -hmm. is not lowest, 16th yeah. <laughs> from the top. Um, so that's great. And then uh, in the surrounding counties, there's I saw 50% of people have their bachelor's degree, 20% have their graduate degree, mm -hmm. which is, that's got to be high. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for anywhere, right? Right, yeah. Um, so I, I actually don't have any uh, stats off the top of my head to throw out, but I know. I'll I've just say it's the too. highest in people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll just say it's the highest. Yeah. So yeah, actually, um, this area has um, a a very large ratio of individuals that have had that have gone to school um, either in this area or beyond that have college degrees and also um, higher education degrees. Very cool. So um, wrapping up here, what does the future look like? 
Yeah, so that's actually what I'm most excited to talk about. Oh, um, wow. Okay, we <laughs> should have spent more time. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll, you know, go through it. But so I've talked a lot about the frontier. Um, like I said, I talk about probably the frontier in my sleep as well. Um, but so we have been open in the one building for three and a half years. And we have experienced so much um, success and interest from the area in this building that we have actually um decided to expand wow so we are opening three additional buildings that are actually all on the frontier campus so it's coming from the frontier building to the frontier campus which is really exciting um one of those buildings is building 600 which is 125,000 square feet and right across the road so um literally connected by bridge to the front to building 800 our, our original frontier um, and that is going to be space for um, office users. We have right now two, um, two leases that have been signed in the building. One is for D-Zone, which is a tech company relocating out of Cary. Um, they're taking 20,000 square feet. And then we have uh, CD, so the Central, or excuse me, the uh, Council for Entrepreneurial Development. Um, no, I think it's the Center for Entrepreneurial Development. They are coming okay. in um, on the first floor. So super excited to have them. That's going to be a great resource to have in that building. Um, and it's then exciting. we have, yeah, yeah, we have uh, interest in actually uh, and working with companies with prospects that are interested in um, the building actually beyond what we have space for in that building, which is super exciting. So hoping hoping to finally see some leases come through in the next few weeks, few months. So keep keep your ear to the ground. Um, and then we're actually also opening in uh, in a couple of weeks, actually. So in the middle of August, we'll be opening up a building, um, which is 56,000 square feet of laboratory. So wet laboratory wow. and support office. Um, we are, I believe at this point, about 60% leased for that building. So that's really exciting. That um, and then we have more interest in that building as well. So getting, you know, continuing to have that laboratory small business concept out here that we started over at the lab. Um, and then we have uh, another building, building 700, which we're um, working with some possible full building users for at the moment. So that would be, you know, quite large. So companies looking for 100, 125,000 square feet. Um, so all this is really exciting. Yeah, a couple of things. Are yeah, happening. just like a couple of things, you know, in the in the hamper there. So, it's definitely been a really exciting time to be involved. Um, we recently finished up an outdoor amenity project, which you may have seen coming in. Uh, we now have a hammock garden, which is my favorite part um, of <laughs> <laughs> of the amenity project, just because it's so tranquil. It's like a great time to actually get outside, enjoy. The summer um it's in a shaded area because this is oh, north good. carolina and <laughs> right. screw that <laughs> and then uh we obviously have our food truck rodeos um we have friday food truck rodeos every week where we have uh at least five food trucks out um and then we actually have a different food truck that cycles through every day during the week so we always have kind of that food option out here um and then we'll most likely be expanding on food and beverage options out here as well um stay tuned for more information on that i don't want to give give away the baby with the bathwater. Okay. but we are looking at kind of a new retail concept um in this area um that would be kind of based around shipping containers so kind of going with that with that uh trend in the market 
Um, and so we're going to continue with that. We have outdoor seating now, a game area with, you know, all the favorites, cornhole, um, shuffleboard. Oh, the <laughs> yeah. sport for the area. The sport. The sport. It's actually really fun. I used to see it in my grandma's retirement <laughs> home. And when we first said we were getting it, I was like, why? But it is so much fun. <laughs> um, and then we also have outdoor workspaces um, with, um, you know, some cool giant bubble chairs and um, whiteboards as well. So kind of trying to activate the outdoor area as well. Um, and and by that kind of push, you know, the momentum that we have going on here at the Frontier um, out to the larger Frontier campus. You know, when I asked you what was what's the future look like, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, it's going to be like, you know, a few more companies coming in. But you, <laughs> that's a I lot. I hope I blew your mind. No, that's, that's fantastic. <laughs> we that's have really a lot exciting. of plans. It's exciting to be in the area. So. Oh, we also just opened a dog park and we are dog friendly. I can't believe I haven't said that yet. So the Frontier is dog friendly, which is very important. Okay, I'm um, sold. There we go. Yeah, very, <laughs> very important to put to out. So we now have a dog park. Um, and, and we love all your furry friends, please bring them out so we can, uh, pet them. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Abby, thanks for, uh, going over the article and some of the history of RTP. That was actually, I didn't know a lot of that. So, um, very cool. But Abby, thanks for being on the 919 podcast. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. This is a blast. You just listen to Abby Gingrich talk about the Research Triangle Park. If you like the pod, subscribe and give a five-star rating, and you can keep up with the pod throughout the week on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The919Podcast. And until next time, thanks for listening.